This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Wake up feeling blessed up, piss you on that dress up. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that chest up, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that syrup till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. We fuck niggas on paper. We walk around with lasers, we probably own some tasers. Lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want been a while out for the weekend. Me myself and I, my three friends. Nigga, pillow broke it in least in. ASAP niggas finna sneak in. Finger to the grill it. Me and my niggas drill it. You know we finna kill it. ASAP. We finna drill it. You don't really want that Glock, boy. You don't really want to feel them shots, boy. You a B-boy. I'm a black boy. I'm a D-boy. I'm a hot boy. Six shots got me feeling like pot, boy. Party all night, shit don't stop, boy. Drunk as fuck and I'm ready to fight. Follow for the night, fuck me and put a night, boy. Wow, for the night, fuck me and put a night, I'm going. Oh, my God. 
Wednesday, June 17th, 2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. And just to quickly explain what the fuck this is, well, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show similar to Loveline, but way fucking cooler, more street, more grounded, more kind, more funny, more real, and instead of Dr. Drew and that other dude, you get me, Alexi Celine Wasser, the big sister you never knew you needed or wanted. You guys, who out there, who of you out there listening now to the live show is sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker? Uh, Are you a total high school nerd who grips the straps at your dumb, dorky Jansport backpack or American Apparel backpack? Way too tight? Do you lean against your locker just pretending to text people even though you have nobody to text? You're just fucking texting a ghost, texting no one in particular, texting nobody. But you do it because you're self-conscious and you're afraid you're being judged? Well, you probably are. Let's talk about it tonight during Boy Crazy Radio. Here's the deal. I want you to call in. I want you to get to me. I want you to find out. I want you to reach out to me somehow, some way, and I'm going to give you all those options. I, I, first and foremost, I'd like you to call into the show, and the telephone number is uh, area code 646-378-0649. Uh, you can also tweet me your question to at Alexi Wasser. Uh, and you can always email me your, your quandary, your dilemma, your question, your concern, your thought, whatever. And you can send that email to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Uh, I'm even going to spell that out because my name is kind of fucked up and weird. And I don't know, maybe you don't know how to spell it. Why should you know how to spell it? There's no reason for you to know how to spell it. So here you go. B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y-A-L-E-X-I gmail.com listen here are a few other things I'm going to throw out there all right boy crazy radio is a listener supported show I do this because I love doing it I do it out of the kindness of my of my heart I do it because I'm an only child and for whatever reason I have a lot of energy uh, to listen to people's problems and uh, feelings and then offer advice that they're asking for I think it's very important you don't give unsolicited advice. I love giving advice. I used to give a lot of unsolicited advice. I used to give advice to people who weren't asking for my opinion or my advice. And you know what? That's not a cool move. So what I did was created a show where uh, I tell people to call in if they want to ask uh, my advice. And you know what? That show's called Boy Crazy Radio, and it's happening now. So this is my way of giving all the advice that I want to give all the time to the people who are actually asking for it. Isn't that exciting? I know. It's crazy. Anyway, like I was saying, the show is listener-supported, so if you would like to donate to the show and totally make my day and make me so happy, and I'll even write you a, a note back, uh, I, would, I would love that. Here's how you do that. You go to crazy.com, and you click on the Donate button on the right-hand side. Basically, when you donate, you're just uh, you're just transferring money to my PayPal account. And if you want my email address in order to pay me money and get it into that PayPal account and donate, you already have my email address. It's boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. I even just spelled it out for you. Anyway, there you go. That's my uh, that's me begging for money and uh, my open plea 
to support Boy Crazy Radio if you like it. I mean, there are a lot of things you throw money to. You go to Forever 21 or Target, you spend $300. You don't know what you're doing. You walk out of there, you're like, I can't believe it. How did I spend all this money? Well, you could actually funnel your money into a worthwhile cause, which is me uh, and Boy Crazy Radio. Anyway, phone lines are open, 646-378-0649. I'm going to get to your phone calls. Uh, because that's what this is all about. I see a 917 number. I saw a 760 number. I'm going to get to all of you. I'm very excited. Everybody, keep calling in. Um, I have a lot to tell you because I, I was gone for two weeks, and I, I do want to talk about that, and I will in a moment. But before I do, I'm just going to uh, rip this off like a Band-Aid and get to our first call and then jump into all the bullshit that I've been experiencing. Uh, Aries code 917, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, would that be me? Oh, cool. Okay. Well, I'm David, and I'm from Manhattan. This is great so far. I love all of this. Uh, how old are you, and <laughs> what, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm 25. Um, my girlfriend is an active listener of your show, and I figured I'd call in and uh, semi-surprise her a bit, but I think she was expecting it anyway, so. Wow, what a good boyfriend you are. This is great. Well, I mean, do you have a problem with her or your life? Or, like, are you just, like, calling in to be like, I pay attention to uh, the bizarre stuff? Well, I mean, we're uh, pretty all over the place as a couple, I guess. Um, Things are going well right now. Well, what's – I mean, did you have a question? Yeah, um, (laughs) Okay, well, I'll just tell you a bit about it then. Um, we were together last year, and she had a she had a pretty rough year, and we ended up splitting up near the end of the year. And after a three-month or so hiatus, we got back together, and things have been, things have been pretty good so far. But uh, well, that's good. We're still we're still the same people at the end of the day, and you know I don't really know if. What happened last year was just the result of all the bad things happening in her life, or if it's just uh, our chemistry as a couple in general. It's hard to tell. Uh, I feel like we may be experiencing a little bit of technical difficulty because I I feel like Boy Crazy Radio went out for two seconds. Did I miss a pivotal chunk of information? Because you guys are together now, and she listens to, she listens to the show. You know that she listens to the show. You're calling in to surprise her. You guys broke up. Yes. You got back together. But so are so things are good now that you're back together, or is there a, a question you want to ask? They've been going good. Yeah. Um. Something I find interesting. This more happened last year, but I guess I get a vague sense of it sometimes. Is I don't know how many people experience something like this, but her and I mutually experience this where. Uh, we'll see each other almost every day and we hang out all the time and even if we don't get to see each other because of work or anything like that, I'll give her a call or I'll text her. We always keep in contact every day and I like that. Um, But sometimes when we don't see each other for a week or a little longer, usually just even a week, we'll see each other and then we'll just kind of stop in our tracks when we look at each other because like we'll look like strangers to each other. This is a strange vibe. I, I don't understand why it happens, but we both just like get really strange about the whole thing. It's like we never met and 
it tends to happen when we don't see each other for a few days and it just leaves an awkward feeling for the rest of the day and it's kind of like getting to know her all over again and she kind of feels the same way about me. I don't know what it is about us that makes that happen or that's just a common thing. I mean, I've never heard anyone else do that, but yeah. No, you know what? That's actually not so uncommon. I think people just don't talk about it as much because I know that like, uh, even if I'm in my own world for a day or like a day and a half, a day or two, and I'm going to go on a date with somebody and I haven't seen him for a day or two, even just like getting go, the transitional period of like leaving my world where I'm just, you know, in, immersed in my stuff and stopping that to interact with this person that I, you know, that I have sex with and everything like it, it, it is, there is a transitional period. Like it is, a bit bizarre so it's okay like it's not such a crazy thing like you know you're just getting reacquainted and and uh i don't know what you guys are doing separately from each other but um but it's okay like don't make such a big deal out of it just know like just you know call it what it it is and if she's listening to tonight's show which you said she probably will be now you have this great opportunity to like go yeah i noticed that too or isn't that crazy okay well let's just not make it so important that weird moment where we get reacquainted like you know just be happy you guys are back together after that break. Yeah, I am. I'm happy with her. Well, I think I think you're good, unless there's something else, some other burning question you're calling in with, other than giving a shout-out to her and these tiny little things. No, mostly just a shout-out and that small thought. And just to say thanks for doing the show and appreciate what you do, and I might be, coming, oh. I might be calling back in the future. I hope you do. What's your girlfriend's name? Her name is Stephanie. Stephanie, you've got David. He's an amazing boyfriend. He loves you. He listens. He cares. He pays attention to the tiny nuances of seeing you and then not seeing you and then seeing you again. He's a, he's a top-notch guy. I'm glad you guys got back together. Stephanie, if you want to call in and tell me all your issues with David, that's fine. Um, we'll do that. We'll, be, we'll have time for that, too. Bye, David. We love you. Um, oh, man. I'm going to get to another phone call because I want to, and then I'll talk about all my life's bullshit. Uh, area code 760. Oh man, seven six zero. Hold on. Oh, hello. hello. What's your name? Yes, you're on the air. Hi. Yeah, what's your name? Hi. Um, my name is Jennifer. I'm 23, and I live in Palm Springs. Oh, this is great. This is. Uh, is it really boiling hot there? Because it's so hot in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be 117 tomorrow. 117. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. So I guess you're going to die tomorrow, so this is cool. Thanks for calling the Boy Crazy Radio right before you die. That's, this is so cool. Okay, so what are, we, what are we doing here? What's happening? All right, okay. So this is going to sound like the most immature thing ever. I was dating this. There needs to be a little backstory before I tell you this. Uh, mm-hmm. I was dating someone for over three years. We lived together for two years. Pretty serious, obviously, if we lived together <laughs> And uh, we broke up about a year ago. Everything was fine. We actually managed to stay pretty cordial and pretty good friends. The breakup was pretty amicable. And uh, recently he started dating someone, which was oh. finally, yeah, didn't feel any, t- I really didn't feel any type of way about it. Um, but she's kind of become like a little bit of a stalker and like harassing me, just being crazy in general. And um, situations have happened, like, out at bars and stuff like that, where she's, like, come up and kind of harassed me, and I kind of just let it go, and I'm like, I don't really want to feed into this sort of thing. And um, today, um, 
I found out that she knows my Twitter handle and she's been just, I guess, like stalking my Twitter like crazy. And she saw a tweet between me and my friend and assumed that it was about my ex, which it had nothing to do with him. It was actually about her ex. And I made that very clear because she started going off on me. And I started getting calls from my ex-boyfriend and he started telling her, like, it's not about me. You need to calm down. And um, all this stuff started happening. Like, like, I mean, just like slews of like offensive shit, like 24. This is like the fourth time this has happened too. like about her just reading into stuff that I did and thinking that it's about her and it's really not about anything. And so it all boils down to about two months ago, they've been dating for about four months, I think. Um, And about two months ago, me and my ex actually went to a funeral together. Someone really close to us passed away. And um, it's it's okay. Thank you. And um, emotions were really high. We went to the wake. We got pretty drunk. We ended up going back home together and sleeping together. It was a big mistake. I told him, like, it shouldn't have happened, and I kind of just kept my mouth hush-hush about it. Well, when all this stuff started going on today, she was, like, harassing me on Twitter and all this stuff. It was also adding my friend because it was, like, a conversation between me and my friend. My friend is currently in Vegas, like, drunk off her ass, and her phone kept blowing up. And she tweeted out, just dropped the bomb, and said, don't be a stupid bitch because your boyfriend cheated on you with his ex all this stuff started happening. So she started calling me saying that I was crazy, delusional. I didn't even respond to anything that was going on, pretended like I didn't even know what was going on. And so now it's been like nonstop harassment. And I'm kind of at the point where like I have screenshots of text messages between me and him that like confirmed it happened. I want to know if it's like the immature thing to send them to her and just be like, look, I'm not lying to you. Your boyfriend is like, this is what happened. It's really none of my business or just dropping it, but it's, like, nonstop for, like, all day now. And I don't see her lighting up anytime soon. Okay, well, I have a few questions. Where is your ex-boyfriend in all this? Where is your ex-boyfriend in all this? Well, that's – so he's been telling her to stop, supposedly. But, like, to understand him, he's just – he's kind of like a big pushover. So he's telling her to stop, like, leave it alone, drop it, supposedly, but she's not. And so that's what I keep telling him, like, can you just tell her to stop? Like, this is just getting ridiculous. And um, supposedly he is, but it hasn't stopped. So I just can't see that he is doing I just don't think he is. I think she's just kind of letting her rule the roost, basically. Uh, here's so. what I think. I think that uh, you need to ignore. First of all, I don't think you should be getting push notifications. And that goes to everybody. I think it's a bad look and a really dorky vibe. To be getting push notifications for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, all that stuff. No push notifications, okay? That way your phone doesn't blow up because it's like you got to live your life and you can't just always be getting alerted or else you'll always be getting alerted. Um, especially if you're cool. Especially if you're cool and you, know, you, get, you're blown, you, know, you get a lot of feedback on the interweb. Um, okay. Then you need to block her, right? Block her. Oh, yeah, this has already been done. I've already blocked her. Okay, so already block blocked her. her. So then block, she proceeded. Okay. Yeah, blocked I get it. her. And I, 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 yeah. I know I understand what's happening, but it's like he needs to break up with her. He cheated on her with you, and it's over, and he's being a pussy, and he's letting the girls, like, duke it out, and she sounds like a fucking nutcase already, and she kind of like, it's like she's, like, living some weird self-fulfilling prophecy where she didn't trust him, and, and he did, ended up cheating on her, and she's got all these issues. So I say... Ignore her. Look, keep you know. Always look over your shoulder and to make, to make sure she doesn't like you know uh, 
find you in real life and like try Shank to hurt me you out or of something. <laughs> Seriously, and like, and then yeah, no, I know, I have this thought. And then I, I think stay away from your ex-boyfriend. If he and stay away from him, stop talking to him, block her, block him, and let him take care of it. And and if you don't engage with her anymore, don't engage. Even if you think it's the most sane thing in the world, even if you think engaging with him or her is the most sane thing, you're going to text either one of them. Just engaging with someone you don't want to have anything to do with is is uh, enough for them to go. Oh, they're engaging. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come back with something too. You know. So just put no energy into something you don't want to engage with. You know what I mean? It's it's that simple. You just have to have some self-control and yeah. stay away from both both of them. It's just like too much drama. And, and if it keeps happening and you keep writing back on Twitter or talking about it with your friends or blah, blah, just like, I mean, you've probably already done this, told all your friends to kind of stay out, out of it and to block her. But don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm basically friends. the only one that hasn't engaged in the situation. Like, I haven't responded basically to anything. Um, the only person I talked to is my ex because I told her to tell her to calm down and that things are getting pretty crazy. And, um, but then I, when I wasn't engaging, um, I've been seeing somebody casually, like not serious, and she decided to go and message him on Facebook because they know each other. It's a small, Palm Springs is a small place. And, um, said like you know that he already knows the situation he knows that I hooked up with my ex we're not you know we're dating casually he doesn't care Lord knows what he does in his free time but proceeded to like go and message him and say you know like all this stuff and I'm just like it's getting to the point where she's getting like a bunch of people involved that I'm like maybe I should just maybe I should just drop the bomb and be like look like it happened and you need to deal with it because my ex is telling her that oh it's not true like you know I would never do that to you I love you so much I would never put you through all of that so basically, okay, take hold on a second. So basically, your friend outed you. Your annoying yeah. friend on Twitter that was drunk. I don't care why she did it. <laughs> like she kind of almost ruined everything. You've got a crazy, crazy girlfriend of your ex. That okay, and then you've got your friend who fucking really fucked up and and made it a million times worse. So she's so annoying. Yeah. You should take a break. You should take a break from her for a second. Really? <laughs> You're like she fucking she fucking sucks. She fucking blew up your fucking whatever. It blew up your spot and and really made things sloppy. So she sucks. I I block her too. You know what I mean? Like I fucking take take a moment from her. And uh, I really say do nothing. The most powerful thing you could do right now is nothing. And I and and they'll just, just hope it goes away. And then if if yeah, uh, I mean you could tell her it did happen but it sounds like didn't you already admit to that to her already it seems like you're no did. I didn't no I didn't I didn't I didn't say anything so like my friend said that but I didn't respond and she kept messaging me asking me like texting me saying tell me if it happened tell me if it happened and I just kept ignoring it I was just like you know what I, here's here's, here's an accept okay here's here's the, the at the end of the line so I'm going to tell you you do nothing you don't engage with her you call like on the phone you call your ex-boyfriend and you talk to him and you go, listen, your fucking girlfriend is crazy. You're being a pussy. Yeah. I don't like how you're handling this because you're doing nothing and it's really aggravating my life. And uh, and then you go, we did sleep together and you better tell her we slept together or break up with her or tell her the truth or handle it somehow or else I will tell her that, yes, you cheated on her. But this is not between me and her. I want nothing to do with her. Fucking man up. And deal with your fucking crazy girlfriend because this is disgusting. And I want nothing to do with you because if you're the type of person who, who engages with this kind of crazy fucking girl, then 
Like, I'm glad we're not together anymore, and we will never sleep together ever again, and I want nothing to do yeah. with you because it's just exhausting. So you do. Even I'm exhausted by the whole situation, and I like you, and um, we just only met, just met right now. It's so awesome. Oh, I was, know? I was so tired today. I literally just texted my friends that and said, I'm so tired today. This drama has been exhausting. Like, I haven't done something like this since I was 16 years old. I haven't dealt with something like yeah. this since I was young. Well, now you... Now you know what to do, and, and please call next week. Call me and call me back next week, and let me know what happens. Because this is, I just have to know that you that you took my advice and you handled it. Because, oh, this is gonna stop. Um, hey everybody, welcome to Boy Crazy Radio. How, what are you doing here? This is crazy. Uh, now I'm gonna launch into a few things that I want to talk about since uh, since I haven't seen or talked to you guys for like two weeks. The funny thing is, at the end of my last. Uh, Boy Crazy Radio broadcast show, whatever you want to call it, I went on this whole, like, tangent about, like, you know, it's really important, you know, to be consistent, and consistency is key. That's why I do Boy Boy Crazy Radio, so if anybody out there feels alone, they know that they have the same, they have some place, they have a safe haven to go to on a consistent basis. Every single week, I am here to, to be the big sister you never knew you needed or wanted, you know? And then I just canceled the show for two weeks. It was so stupid. But here's why. Uh, I guess a lot of different reasons. Uh, man, I don't even know if I want to get into it. Oh, well, I was a bridesmaid. My friend, Sophia Amoruso, she has this company called Nasty Gal, and she got married, and I'm a, I was uh, lucky enough to be a bridesmaid, and it was, like, the coolest thing in the world because I've never been a bridesmaid or in a wedding party ever in my entire life, so that was really cool. And... um and that just took a lot of energy. I don't know if it necessarily meant I didn't have to do my show for two weeks, but there's a lot of prepping and planning and support and just lots of stuff happening. And and I let that aside, and I'll get to that in a moment because that was beautiful and whatever. I'm not going to give too many details away about that because I know she wants to keep that event close to her heart and whatever. Um, and there's been no social networking or photos on the Internet from the wedding. But, uh, man... So you could have seen what I saw. It was such a beautiful wedding. I was so it was really scary walking down the aisle being a bridesmaid, and it's it was insane because um, my ex boyfriend, my most recent ex, well, it's most recent, but we broke up like eight months ago. But who's counting? We broke up eight months ago. He was my date to the wedding, and here's why: he didn't have to be my date, but I met Sophia through my ex boyfriend Jeremiah. Jeremiah is, like, very close, close, close friends with the groom, Sophia's now husband. So we all went on a double date years and years ago, and I really hit off, hit it off with Sophia. And then even though Jeremiah and I broke up, I remained friends with Sophia, and I ended up being a bridesmaid. And uh, so Jeremiah and I decided to still be, the you know, a each other's date to the wedding because it was either that we could have gone separately, but we still would have been there to guess. We still would have been there. And I was almost going to bring a date, but I didn't because I just thought that would be way too hectic. And, and then he found out that I might bring a date. And then he thought maybe he'll bring a date because if I'm going to bring a date, you know, he's not going to be left alone on the sidelines like an idiot. Um, but then we all thought all oh, that was just too ridiculous and we have a nice time together and we care about each other. So we went as each other's date because it was just more simple. But holy shit, weddings are already intense. 
and basically it's like this crazy emotional heightened event where you're talking, where, where, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, what do you call it? A milestone. It is a marker in your life where it forces the people getting married and all the people involved in the wedding and who are at the wedding to like look at their own life and ponder love and partnership and what it all means. And it's like, it's crazy. It's like so emotional. I totally had no idea how emotional it would be coupled with the fact that I'm there with my most recent ex-boyfriend and I thought it would be cool. I thought, no big deal. It's been eight months. We've already slept together once since our breakup and got that out of the way. We don't have to do that again. That's fine. Um, you know, I don't want to go backwards. It's weird because because I was in a long-distance relationship, I didn't get to sleep with him post the breakup until like a while after a breakup. Um, usually if you live in the same town as, as the guy you're not with anymore, you uh, you can make that mistake much earlier on. But we waited a while because he, he was only in L.A. not very often now that we're not together. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I don't even know where I was. But we thought we would have a good time and it would be fantastic. But instead, man, at the rehearsal dinner, I saw him and I just looked at him. And I was I don't know if anybody out there has experienced this before, post-breakup, where you're not in love with the guy anymore. You're not in love with the person that you're no longer with anymore. But they inspire this, these feelings in you. And they're the weirdest feelings. And I'll try to explain what my feelings were. I looked at him with the, you know, at, with the backdrop of a wedding. Like the, the backdrop of this situation with us is a wedding. So that's insane and amplified and heightened and emotional. But I would look over at him and I would just think, who are you to me? Who? Oh, man. People are walking past Boy Crazy Radio headquarters and making a lot of noise. I don't like it one bit. Um, yeah, but I would look at him not with, like, love in my heart or love in my eyes. I mean, I don't hate him, but there were moments where I was like, who is this guy? Who is he to me? He's nothing. He's useless. He is a representation of something that didn't go the way I planned it to go. He is a representation, the human realized representation of heartbreak, failure, love lost, no promise of a future together, the death of something that mattered to me. Just all this shit. So I was like, ugh. It was so bizarre. And then that was at the rehearsal dinner, and I, like, cried. And I was, like, crying in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not. I'm not. Um, and then I got over it. And the next day, it was all about the wedding, and it was great. And we were busy, and we did stuff. And and then I danced a bunch, and I did not sleep with my ex-boyfriend. He came over to my apartment. We hung out. I let him see my cat, which is not, like, code a code word for my vagina or whatever, my privates. I prefer to call my – say privates instead of vagina. Um, yeah, he came over, gave me a back rub. We hung out. I lit a candle. We talked. He tried to have sex with me. I said I wouldn't have sex with him. I had to create boundaries for myself. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. So, and then he went away. And then I was uh, sad and suffering from PTSD after the wedding because of all the energy and all the, like, you know, just so many feelings. Yeah. And then around that time of me canceling Boy Crazy Radio, 
I had a friend visiting from out of town who was moving to Los Angeles. Him and his wife are moving to Los Angeles. He's amazing. He's an amazing guy. Uh, and his wife is fantastic. And I love her. He's a filmmaker. He made this movie called Anthem Body Saints. And he lives in Texas, but now he's moving to Los Angeles with his family. So I thought, you know what? Stay at my house. Stay at my house. My mom lives in Los Angeles. I'll stay at my mom's house. My mom and her boyfriend live in L.A. It's, you know, they've got a great house. It's real cool. It's like bohemian chic or what have you. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I thought, yeah, I'll stay there. That'll be great. And you know what? It was great. But I, but, uh, I ended up like not staying at home for like 12 days. And then it got to the point where I was like, I can't do this. I feel like I'm like on the road. It's like, it's like I felt so disconnected and, and discombobulated, not being grounded in my home that I'm used to, uh, even though I was staying at my mom's house. Uh, I just thought, oh, my God, this is the reason. Is this why I've dated so many musicians? That's all the going on the road with my drummer boyfriends, basically my entire dating history, has it all come to like come back to this? Like is this why I dated those musicians? Is this why I got so good at like being in different places every day and living out of a a suitcase? Because I thought it would be so much more glamorous. I thought all of that was leading to something better, not living with my mom out of a suitcase for twelve days. Oh, and then I decided to stay at my other girlfriend's house, and that was funny because, like, every time I would go to her house, we drink wine and gossip and think, think we're in Sex in the City, but I don't drink wine, and I'm not in Sex in the City, and my body can't handle wine, I guess, because of these things called tannins that I heard about, which I didn't understand until I was so fucking hungover from wine that I was like, why, is, why do I feel like, you know, I've been beaten over the head with a club by, like, a, you know, some MMA or whatever, like, boyfriend or something and then somebody said to me all fancy they're like it's the tannins it's it's why people pair certain wines with different foods or some fucking bullshit and I was like oh no can't, I can't do that to myself anymore and then I drank a bunch of champagne at the wedding constantly drinking to kind of get through it not enough though I would just drink champagne during the day and then I would drink at night and then, I don't know I usually drink vodka sodas but I'm trying not to drink at all because I just have so much stuff I want to do and I don't want to check out of my life. And I'm realizing because I'm an adult now, I guess, kind of, that like the more you drink or every time you drink, it's because you want to check out of life somehow, just a little bit. You want to just kind of numb yourself a tad or you want to make yourself braver. You just want to, you don't want to face life head on. If you know what I'm talking about. So, I was, I was drinking champagne during the day because we, we we got to the location of the wedding at like 10 a.m. and the wedding was until like 6 p.m. And we're taking photos and there's champagne around and it seems glamorous because we're doing this glamorous, fun thing. So I was drinking champagne. That's another horrible hangover. Champagne hangovers are like tiny, tiny pins were inserted all over my body where you wake up and you're just like, zing, like, it's just like not for me. So I'm going to stick to my occasional favorite drink, of which there are two. Vodka soda with a splash of grapefruit when I'm feeling very womanly and diva-esque and high maintenance. And then sometimes I just get a simple vodka soda when I feel like I'm getting fat. And then other times 
full vodka and grapefruit. And I just want to have a little bit of flavor because life is lacking elsewhere. Um, yeah, so what was my fucking point? Anyway, yeah, I hung, over, hang out, hung out at my girlfriend's house, house's house, drinking wine, getting horribly hungover, finally got back to my place, and I feel so much better. And I'm happy to be back on Boy Crazy Radio. And did I mention those phone lines are open so you can get to your goddamn calls because that's what the entire show is about. It's about me giving you big sisterly advice. Telephone number is 646-378-0649. And call in and let me know if the sound quality is totally fucked up. Because I want to know. I'm going to get to Twitter. I'm going to see if anybody's been tweeting. I feel like I'm having total technical difficulty, and I don't like it. I can't handle this shit. Um, Oh, man. Here's another thing I'm noticing. I might as well just keep ranting and figure out the technical difficulty of boy crazy radio tonight. But something that's frustrating to me, I have several guys, not to brag, not that I think I'm hot shit or anything, because I don't, but sometimes I do. I, there, there's like, let's say, there's, okay, there's one guy. There's, let's just say this one guy. There's this one guy who is texting me. He's texting me, and he's obviously texting because he's like wanting to flirt and reach out somehow and connect with me, but like he just is like trying to do witty banter, but I don't understand why he's doing it because he, he still has not asked me out or said, let's get a drink or like, so I've, I have no idea. There's no context. He's not being clear. And I can't take that. That actually makes me annoyed. That makes me go like, okay, cool. This guy can keep texting me and I'll engage or I won't engage or I'll write back or I won't write back. But I'm just like kind of just like wondering and watching, waiting to see if he like takes the plunge and actually is like an adult and asks me out. Not that I even want to go out with him. So it's probably a, a blessing in disguise. But I just can't stand it. I feel like a lot of guys do that. Hopefully they're listening right now so we can correct this issue. Because I've met guys at Whole Foods and then they'll, or they'll walk past me at Whole Foods or something and then they'll like direct message me on Instagram and be like, hey, I think I saw you at Whole Foods. And they'll just start, it's like this weird thing. With, first off, they didn't say hello in person because they were too shy, which is fine. I kind of get that. I kind of get that. Kind of. And then they'll do this, engage in this weird banter over the interweb and then they'll never ask me out. And I'm like, Wait, I, what, what's happening? I don't understand this. Why are guys like this? Oh, that's frustrating. But I guess what it does is, oh, thank you. Somebody uh, named Wine Wine Meow on Twitter says, loving the show tonight sounds good. Thanks, Allie. I appreciate that. Please let me know if the sound quality is okay. Please tweet, tweet me your question at Alexi Wasser. And while we're at it, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, friend me on Facebook, and subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. On iTunes, it's Boy Crazy Radio. On all the other bullshit, it's Alexi Wasser. Anyway, so that is really frustrating to me when guys aren't direct. Girls, call in. Let me know if you experience this too, where it's like this bullshit, pussyfooting, roundabout nonsense of not being clear or actually asking a girl out. What's going on here, guys? I don't get it. Does this mean you're, like, intimidated, but you're not intimidated enough to, like, like an Instagram photo or, like, send some kind of fucking confusing, unclear, 
bullshit direct message on Instagram, how about just say hi and start a conversation when you're actually then in the, like in person? Anyway, I am going off tonight. I am sounding off tonight. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah. So, oh man, maybe I don't want to tell you this next story. I'm trying to tell you all the things that happened this week and just trying to catch you up on on lots of stuff. Oh. Well, okay. So I was at this get-together, kind of a pre-wedding for my friend get-together. And there were a lot of cute people there, and they were really cool, and they're my friends. And they were like, Alexi, you're single. Go on OkCupid. And I was lost. And I was all like, what? But then they were all like, no, okay, sorry, I can't do that. Um, so basically they're all like, <laughs> Oh my God, even when I think I'm getting back to reality and not talking like an idiot, I actually use the same word, but just with a different cadence. Oh, God. All right. My friends told me to get online, like online dating sites. They said, go on OkCupid. I don't want to go on OkCupid. I'm, I don't want to go on Tinder. I don't want to go on OkCupid. I don't want to go on Match.com, Plenty of Fish, Zeus, whatever the fuck. This was like an anti-advertisement uh, for all that shit. I have been on Tinder one, no, probably three or four times for fun at night when I was tipsy or not tipsy, when I was bored and I thought, I'm going to get on this thing and be on it for like half hour and I'm going to try it out when I'm in Venice just to see if the guys are cuter in Venice. And then I'm going to try it out uh, in Hollywood, in West Hollywood, and get a gauge on like just who's on this thing. So I'd be on it like, on it for like 45 minute interims is that the right word whatever spurts and then I would freak out see people I knew panic worry that they might know see me and judge me even though we're both there and I was like I'm above this I don't want to be on this no way no how no way so I'd get off I deactivate my account or I hide my account or whatever it is one time on tinder I fell asleep thinking I deactivated my account only to wake up the next day to a bunch of texts from my friends who were like, hey, someone sent me a screen grab of you on Tinder. Are you on Tinder? You always talk about how you don't want to be on Tinder. Ha ha, you're on Tinder. So that was that. Never went back on. But I do like to go onto my friend's Tinder account and swipe left or right for them because it's like, it's like they're getting it's like they're getting Boy Crazy Radio, Big Fist Alexi in the flesh, making decisions for them, setting them up on dates via Tinder. Whatever. So because all my friends were saying to get on OkCupid and try it out and how it's the way for the future, sunk in. I was kind of moody for a few days. This was before the wedding. I was going through a lot. It was just I was just like feeling very. I think Mercury was in retrograde. <laughs> oh my God! Somebody punched me in the face before I do it myself. I can't. Just like I have not done this show for two weeks and already I'm like, God, oh, shut the fuck up, Alexi. This is what you do every week. You talk this much. Take it down a notch or 12. Um, so anyway, I got to finish the story now. Okay. I was very moody. If, uh, if you're in any way intuitive listening to the show right now, you might assume I experienced high highs and low lows. So I was experiencing a low low, and I went on a walk in this beautiful canyon uh, in Los Angeles, and I was like, you know what? 
maybe my friends are right. Maybe my friends who told me that it's 2015 and that I need to fucking get over myself and join the times and be part of the future and, and like, stop, not be, like, some lame fuddy-duddy who doesn't believe in online dating anymore because that's lame to not be into it. Maybe they're right. Maybe if I really want to fall in love, maybe I will fall in love if I join OKCupid. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, you know what, Alexi? You say you're good at being alone, and I know you are good at being alone, girl. I know you are. You say you're not looking for anything, and I know you're not looking for anything, Alexi. I know. But you know how good it feels to be in love, and you feel a bit lonely now, Alexi. And you know that it'd be nice to just crawl into somebody's arms or get a hug from somebody and just not deal with all this, all the difficult, all the difficulties of this maddening, maddening world all alone. You know that's true, Alexi, right? And I said, well, yes, Alexi, that is true. Thank you for pointing that out. How do you know me so well? Oh, wait, you're me. You're my innermost conscious, feeling, guru, spirit guide. You're me. Um, so later that night, when I was staying at my mom's house, God, what a way to, way to paint this bad picture. It's like <laughs> a single woman, which is not sad at all anyway. How dare you? Staying at her mom's house. Oh, no. Online, signing up for OkCupid. So I did it, and it was so much fun. Not only was I, like, shockingly surprised at how much I loved staying at my mom's house and how cozy it was, because my mom was so happy I was there, because I was such a fucking mean, you know, out-of-control teenager child that I'd be like, I hate you! Fuck you! Get out of my room! It would always be like, ugh. It would be like, get out of here! I hate you! Get out of my room! To now, I'm like, hey, um, do you need anything from Trader Joe's? Oh, no, it's okay. Oh, mommy, uh, I made some coffee. So, you know, I still call her mommy as if I was, like, you know, molested or something at you know, whatever age I'm deciding to not progress from. Um, and I was not molested, which is, I mean, what was wrong with me? What was wrong with me, guys? Um, no, I'm an only child. It's not like I had brothers and sisters who were molested because then that would be really insulting. I'd be like, hey. Over here, look at me. This is horrible. I'm making like I'm not making I'm not making jokes about that. That's not funny. I don't find that funny at all. I find the fact that I'm making jokes about that. That's the bizarre part. That's the funny weird weird part. To be molested, that sounds horrible. That's nobody's goal. I would actually burst into tears. Anyway, but you should understand that, and that's why you're here. You get me. Okay. So I signed up for OK Cupid, looking around, and it was so fun. Because you're reading pages, like guys are writing, you know, some guys are horrible, obviously, and people, some people are great, some people are horrible, some people are in between. Um, but it was really cute how some people's profiles, as ugly as they were uh, to look at, some of their profiles were so vulnerable and beautiful and lovely, and, and it was so nice to see, I mean, maybe they were bullshitting and just trying to, but I truly believe, because I'm very intuitive, I've said it before, I'll say it again. But these guys were like, they're there looking for a relationship. You know, Aziz Ansari has like some comedy bit or whatever where he talks about how, you know, people judge dating websites, but they, you know, they think it's okay to go out to a bar to look for a girlfriend or boyfriend or to date or meet somebody. 
but being on a dating website is like that, except having like superpowers where you can go into the room and be like, okay, but I want everybody who lives on the west side. And then you, know, you eliminate all the people who don't live in the area that you want them to live in. Or you eliminate all the people who smoke. If you don't smoke, you eliminate all the, you know, whatever. It is like having a superpower. And it was so fun. And I was like looking for people according to height because, I mean, that sounds horrible, but I was. I was looking at pictures, reading profiles, and, um, oh, my God. I added one picture of myself taken from far away wearing glasses, just, like, not even posing sexy, just, like, awkwardly posing, like, what? This is it. This is me. That was the pose. And immediately when I when I answered a few questions and added, like, one bullshit picture, it was on. Girls, I encourage you, if get over yourself, do this for a week, go into OkCupid, the attention you will get, it's it's exciting. It's really funny. And then, I mean, I've already deactivated my account because I did it for a week. Um, and I'm under a fake name also. But, like, I actually answered the questions for real. I talked about what I'm into and what I'm looking for. And I said it was, like, an experiment, but it will be really cool to fall in love also or whatever. And uh, and I got tons of messages. And then there's – but there's one person who messaged me, and he was the only one whose face – felt familiar it felt like home it felt not like home that sounds ridiculous I'm like do not feel like home I don't know I just said that because I feel like I saw it like when Harry met Sally or something uh or some rom-com that I love because I love all of them you've got mail Notting Hill um anyway yeah so I saw one guy who looked shaggy chic super cute six four and, I, and he messaged me and I wrote back and we have mutual friends and we're going to go on a date I mean, I think, I mean, we haven't yet, but we're going on a date. And, uh, yeah, so that was cool. So I got one date out of it with somebody who's good looking. We might hate each other. We talked on the phone for an hour. Uh, It all did start as an experiment, but also because, I don't know, maybe my friends are right. Here's my point. I should at least, if I have a show, where I'm giving love and dating advice and it's called Boy Crazy Radio, I have to at least know what I'm denouncing, you know? I can't be talking shit about dating websites and Tinder and all this bullshit and not have any experience with any of them. It makes no sense, especially it being 2015. And also, I've met or at least been reacquainted with, uh, well, I've met the last few serious relationships I've had on Facebook, they've all started from guys Facebooking me. And okay, Cupid was like Facebook, but like way more to the point. It was like we all know Facebook is for like flirting and posting the cutest photos of yourself and getting attention and whatever and you know, meeting people. I mean, come on, let's get real. But okay, Cupid was like bam, we are doing this. Like this is what we are here for, love. We're trying to get to that altar, goddammit. We're trying to have a baby. So I thought that was kind of hilarious because uh, that was fun. But, yeah, most of the people were ugly. I mean, that's how I felt. Um, oh, but then I'm just rambling and making my case for, for online dating for a moment, even though I'm the end of the story is basically like I like meeting people in real life. And for whatever reason, I still think I prefer to meet people or have people message me on Facebook but the, as opposed to like, okay, Cupid, because I don't want the story to be like, Hey, Timmy, your where'd your grandparents meet? Well, Grandpa messaged me on OkCupid. Okay it was just, it's this thing for, like, 
desperate people who are just looking for love and they work in a cubicle and they never really get out or their real personality only comes out privately in secret in the dark in front of their computer because they're unable to approach people uh, by starting a conversation and being charming out in the real world um, and seen. I didn't want that to be my story to my grandkids. But then again, on the other side of that, I was uh, spending a lot of time at this special effects company a few weeks ago, and I'm giving you unnecessary details because apparently that's lived my life. It's just like oversharing, talking too much, rambling, and giving unnecessary details. But all the men at this visual effects production company were amazing guys, amazing. And like some of them were like very young, like 22, and uh, and other, you know, some of them were like, you know, just the range was like 20 something to like in, in their 40s. And they're producers and and just like cool men with cool jobs, doing cool stuff, you know, with careers and handsome and stylish and slender and healthy and smart, just cool people. And a lot of the guys there, because they're all guys pretty much, I think there's like one girl in the entire place, they all met their girlfriends or wives, and all of them were in relationships, by the way, because, you know, and they love being in a relationship and they prefer being in a relationship. But all of them met these women in their lives via online dating. And they told me why. Because they're always at work, go to clubs. You know, they don't go to clubs. Maybe they are too shy to go to go up to a woman at Whole Foods, but they're always at work. And they don't meet anybody new at work. And their social life isn't that incredible. So that made me think, oh, okay. So not everybody is like me, a loudmouth person who's really good at talking to strangers. Well, that makes sense. And not everybody works freelance and has their own hours, like me, uh, to go out and about or go out at night or I don't know. I And I thought, okay, well, who are the men I'm not meeting? Because those are the guys that I probably would like the most because they have jobs and maybe they're different from me in a way that could balance me out and all this stuff. So I thought, fuck it. There's another reason to try this shit out. I have so many reasons. So I checked it out, and I liked it. And I went on OkCupid. I'm going to go on the one date that I have arranged from somebody I met on OkCupid, and I will let you know how it goes, but don't try to find me on OkCupid because I'm gone, and I'm not on Tinder either. It was an experiment. I'm getting mixed reviews of online dating. Um, anyway, listen, guys. It's 9.54 p.m. I've rambled a lot. I had a lot of emails to read, but I'm having technical difficulty at Boy Crazy Radio Studios, headquarters, whatever you want to call it, and it's not letting me pull up all the emails that I had to read this week. So I will read them next week. I will get to them. You can always email me your questions because I will not have technical difficulty next week. I promise you that the kinks will be worked out. I promise you. So email me your questions uh, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And I think I'm going to wrap up the show. Um, Subscribe on iTunes, Boy Crazy Radio. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. Donate to the show by going to imboycrazy.com and clicking donate on the right-hand side and channel. And here's why I say that. Because I have, I'm debuting new snippets from an amazing interview 
with Thomas Middleditch from HBO Silicon Valley. Uh, we did an interview. I do this interview series called Alexi in Bed, and I released one last week, and I released a new one this week, and there's going to be another one next week and the week after that. And uh, if you subscribe to my iTunes channel, which is I'm Boy Crazy TV, not I am Boy Crazy, it's I'm Boy Crazy TV, no apostrophe, you'll get alerted to when uh, when the fucking videos drop. Is that what they say in showbiz in the future? Drop when the videos drop? So there you go. You got all the information. Thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next week, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, BoyCrazyRadio.com. And uh, you know what, guys? I missed you. I really did. I didn't mean to abandon you. You get enough of that from the men in your lives, the women in your lives, your friends, your family in general. Nothing can be counted on, and I don't like that. I don't like that for me, and I I sure as hell don't like that for you. So let's get back on track, shall we? Know for sure you can count on me. And I'll see you here again next week on Boy Crazy Radio. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Wake up feeling blessed up, pissing on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. We fuck niggas on paper. We walk around with lasers, we probably own some tasers. Lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want Oh, got different hoes, I'm different hoes You can tell by my pace up My niggas getting right Smoking weed with dirty sprites I'm going wild for the night
you know I'm smoking, bitches rolling, reefer got me open, well until the morning with my homies, tell them where we going. LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.